groundwork for what we're going to talk about now. So we will get started right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right. Well, I'm here with Chris Carter. We're going to dive into part two with uh, the signs and the seasons. Now, in part one, you'll definitely want to go back and check it out because we talked about or Chris was sharing how the Maseroth is broken up into four components, four uh, building blocks of the, the Maseroth. That's the macro and then the micro coming down to the DNA and looking at that there's four building blocks in our DNA and that, you know, what's the possibility of those being connected? And then you were asking the question about how do we connect into that? You know, maybe, you know, the return on investment for the future, return yeah. on the investment for um, next stagers. How do we, what are we looking for as far as a return on investment? And I think those of us who are stepping into this thoroughly and strongly, our return on investment is measured in terms of intimacy and, you know, relationship in the spiritual, whether it's with human beings, whether it's with God, whether it's with nature. That's yeah. what we're looking for as far as a return on investment. At least that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm with you. <clears throat> I think I think what you're describing there is actually true human kingship. Yeah. Um, you know, like, again, our, our we got some messed up views about authority, don't we? <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me about it. We say it all the time. <laughs> if you've been in ministry for 10 seconds, you've seen some messed up views about authority. But I think what you just described, Gil, is like true human kingship. That's Christ like kingship, where it's about relationship. It's about uh, the ability to know one another and to be what God's called us to be in each other's lives. I mean, it's all that kind of stuff. And certainly understanding our our commission to, to uh, essentially be the steward, the shepherd of this vast cosmos of creation. Yeah. So all that for sure. So, you know, we kind of left it off in that in that previous one about, you know, what does it look like for us? If we're going to start to stand under the cosmos of wisdom, we change those core business activities of what we do as next agers. And then what would the effect of that be? And this is the part where I think in today's world, because the world's like doing this. I mean, our whole world is like, yeah, anything that can be shaken is getting shaken. And maybe we, we hit this a little bit more at the end of this talk, Gil. But when the world's doing this, if you're one of the people that has the audacity to say, you know what I think I should be doing right now? Watching the news less and standing under the Maseroth more. People are going to be like, you're an idiot. I mean, like, <laughs> you are going to get the strangest possible looks that people have ever given to other people because the, everyone's going to be like, dude, the world's going like this. Yeah. Like you need to be plugged into this and know what's going on here. And you need to get active about these things and about these things. And you need to be concerned about all this stuff. But I think there's going to be this very peculiar group of people that goes, no matter what's happening on this earth, that looks dynamically bad. There's a, there's a call that we have to shepherd this cosmos of creation. And there's so much power. Yeah. locked up in creation that it, it it trumps all of the power that humankind has ever been able to muster up, you know? And I think those people will think, listen, it really won't matter. I mean, it does. We we know that. But I think, I think their mentality is almost regardless. I mean, that's the better word. 
regardless of what happens in all of these spheres in, in our mortal lives, you know, if I step into what we're talking about, stepping into none of that has that much effect on anything. We step into a kingship that really is the, it is the giant Trump card. It's the thing that trumps all of the other kinds of ways that we're trying to rule and trying to govern and trying to change and trying to create and do all these different things. But, you know, show me the first person who can actually talk to the wind and the waves like Jesus did, you know, or show me the first person that can take a couple fish and some loaves of bread and turn that into food for 5,000. We're talking about a whole different system, you know, like in these yeah. moments, you know? Um, so anyway, I just, uh, this, this part was just sparked by my own frustration and my own desire to let what I've experienced in, in heaven really change what I think of as those core building block principles of my life. Like, what do I really want to give my attention to? The building blocks that God set out, you know, when he set out the four cardinal signs and the four things in the DNA and the four bonds of carbon, do I, do I want to understand his building blocks and see what happens when I tap into that or continue to participate in this massive information age, which I'm not entirely sure while it's entertaining, uh, I don't know that it's really giving me what I need to step forward, you know? And, you know, you've been saying a lot of a lot of stuff here, and I'm just taking a few notes. And it's like when you say we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that, we're try all I hear is pushing, pushing, pushing. You know, trying to make something happen. And then when you said, you know, we're we're in this information age, and yes, you know, it's like at the beginning of this, actually at the beginning of the previous century, that information age, you know, people began to realize how powerful information was. Rockefeller was one of the first ones that bought up all the news agencies because. He understood the power of being the one to disseminate information. Right. And yet we have within us all the knowledge and all the information we could ever, ever. I mean, it's all it's all there because it's it's oh, yeah. God in us. It's father in us. It's inside us. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, why would we be worried about what we can get from the outside when we have everything on the inside? And he will give us and he will bring us an awareness of what we need when we need it. So, so when you were when you were talking about understanding, standing out under the stars and just beginning to receive what is there, you know, I I can't imagine that probably more than half the people watching this right now could probably tell you, yeah, when I get under the stars and it's a bright starry night and there's nothing around to distract me, you know, they connect. They feel some connection there, right. uh, you know, and it may be closer to 100 percent. I don't know, but yeah. it's just a powerful connection that we do have. And the thing is. Our pride is what prompts us to push forward to do our own thing, to create value for ourselves because we don't realize how valuable we already are. Yeah. And so we're trying to do all this stuff and be to be accepted when the greatest and best thing we could do is just rest. Yeah. And, you know, and I shared with another group this week, you were, you were in that group, uh, about how terrible my week has been. Right. Because I've been trying to prove myself, not 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 even intentionally, just it's right. that underlying thing. Oh, trying yeah. to just get all this stuff done. There's a ton of stuff to do. And I've just been engaging to get the stuff done. Yeah. And I was about to bust. I was about to break. I mean, because I'd spent so much time doing that. I hadn't rested in my father. 
And and so just sitting there, you know, I finally came to a point to that day, you know, to stop, just stop, just yeah. stop and rest. And right. to me, that rest is that connection. And I and I don't know if you were there for the later part, because it might have been a whole nother meeting. But all that day, you know, that, so that day started out with me just being in Papa's lap. You know, yeah. I'm just sitting beside him and he's kind of got me pulled over in his lap and he's just kind of holding me there. Just we're just resting. And yeah. several times in the day, something would happen. And I'm like going to get up so I could deal with it. And he's like, no, come on back down. Just rest. Right. <laughs> just over and over. It's like, no, just rest. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> but to me, that is such a big key in the whole thing is that we just learn to trust and rest in what he is doing, what he's already put inside of us that we don't have to keep trying to perform to impress anybody. We don't right. have to know who the next football player is that's going to make the Hall of Fame. I had, and to be honest, I'm totally clueless anyway on all the, all the sports <laughs> stuff. So, right, right, right. Well, like, you know, it's some, it's something different for everybody, isn't it? Like it is. It's that it thing is. that they know a ton about, you know? Yeah. 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 So I, I'm with you, Gil. I, th- I think that there is something uh, that that really is like it, it's God saying, "Hey, listen, you you have this very specific role in creation, to step into your true human kingship. What I need you to do is to learn how to stand under it and receive. Yeah, you know, and let it connect and pour in in this holy and righteous way that God's intended for these sons that are being revealed from the very beginning. Love so, it. Gil, can I take a little left turn here? Or do you want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. Which one? Uh, we got five more minutes before we can take a. Before, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go take ahead a little left going. turn here. Uh, so, <clears throat> if we're gonna look at like what's going on in that Maseroth in the heavens right now, if we're gonna like try to stand under it a little bit, there's some cool things that are coming up that are worth noting. Um, just visually, by the way, if anybody gets a clear night, uh, you could probably still, especially around sunset, you can still see Jupiter and Saturn. They're very close together. They're two bright things and they're in Sagittarius. They're on their way to Capricorn, but they both take a pretty long time to get where they're going because they move very slow. But it's just a fun visual sight. So you've got Jupiter and Saturn and, Cap- and Sagittarius. That's just a fun thing to see. The sun's in Virgo right now, which is this uh, Maseroth sign of the harvest and of purity. There's certainly the maternal. This is the Virgin Mary sign. This is also the bride, the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the wife of the lamb, all that kind of stuff is here in this Virgo sign. I like the harvest picture, of course, because we get into fall. Yeah. Uh, you know, where you are, Gil, you get to experience fall. I just need to hear about it from you. <laughs> right. uh, in Florida, fall, it, 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 we knew it was fall this week because the high was 85 instead of 95 and we were like ah oh, it's fall all right great so um no i know fall happens in certain parts of the world it's wonderful and uh so it's it's definitely that time of year there's a there's a couple great fall um holidays one of them comes up right after the sun moves into libra so we've got virgo from now until about october 17th 18th something like that We start to get into Libra around October 20th. And of course, you've got Halloween um, at, you know, October 31st. I think this is kind of funny because I just saw something the other day that said the CDC is saying no one should go trick-or-treating. And I was like, well, this should be fun to see how the Christians think of the CDC now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because... Oh, no, we love the CDC. They want to cancel Halloween, you know? (laughs) But listen... (laughs) 
<laughs> I just thought that, I was like, that'll be fun. That'll be fun to watch that. Now, do we like the CDC or not like the CDC? I can't, they're giving me mixed messages here, you know? Um, so anyway, that those are yeah, all jokes yeah. to anyone who's listening. And it's like 80% a joke to anyone who's listening. Now, <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this moment of Halloween is this great fall holiday. And I call it a great fall holiday because number one, it's when my children get to learn something about economics because I teach them about the candy tax. So it's a great economics lesson in the Carter household. But what I really like about it is that Halloween is coming from uh, an old uh, kind of Celtic Gaelic fall harvest celebration. And it, it's pronounced Samhain, but it's spelled like Samhain which is just, you know, Gaelic's a difficult language as far as I can tell. So uh, it's, but it's pronounced Samhain. The reason why they celebrated around this harvest time at the end of October is because they were acknowledging a time of year when the barrier between this world and the, and that spiritual heavenly realm, mm -hmm. that barrier was almost non-existent. Hmm. Now, yeah. I'm as as you know, Gil. I'm a student of some of some philosophers. Most of them are dead, if not all of them. Uh, from some of them, like Owen Barfield, I felt like I I've been taught and I adhere to. Just because your ancestors didn't see the righteous picture, the holy, um, christened picture of something, because they were participating with something fallen, it didn't mean that they were under a delusion. They were describing what they were really seeing even though it was their choice to see and participate with things that were dark. They yeah. were missing Christ, but they weren't missing a spiritual sense about things. Like that's a very subtle difference, right? Yeah. They were missing the truth of Christ and of the kingdom and of righteousness and all of these things and sanctification, but they weren't missing a spiritual understanding of the world. They were just seeing a dark side of a very real spiritual understanding of the world. So if our ancestors sensed that there was this time of the year that was a, a little bit of a breaking point between the two realms, I don't think that they're wrong. I just think that they used the moment wrong, you know? So I've heard people talk about the, you know, like the fall equinox, which we just had September uh, 22nd. Like, was that two days ago, Gil? Uh, something like that, right? Yeah, so, today's 24. Yeah. Yep, yep. So we just had that and people have talked about that's this like high, high holy day for the other team, for the mm -hmm. team that we don't play on, you know, the opposite team trying to do the opposite things. That's one of their big days. And in my mind, I'm like, well, they didn't make that. They didn't make right. a beautiful moment when there's equal day and equal night and God's saying balance. Yeah. You know, he's saying uh, fairness, equality, you know, like these equinoxes. He's like, we're bringing it back to zero before we start to accentuate something else, you know? Well, we get into this harvest time where night starts to be accentuated more than day. And our ancestors were like, there's a moment in this season where the barriers wafer thin and then they go participate with the dark things. I'm like, folks, that's my moment. If I'm, I don't think they're wrong. I think that there is a moment like that. So when the end of October comes around, Christopher starts to raise the antenna a little higher because I'm like, well, if the barriers weigh for thin folks, I'm going to use it for good. You know, yeah. if yeah. the angels and the spiritual beings are coming and going at a rate that's a little bit more than the average rate, if there's a connection to the past, 
to the things that have already gone, if there's a connection to the future, things that haven't happened yet, and all of that's kind of coming together in this very, what they would call a liminal moment, which is like the liminal spaces are the, think of a, um, think of a door frame, mm-hmm. you know, between one room and the other room, the yeah. door frame is the liminal space. Okay. It's the space between two spaces that isn't really a kind of a space at all. That's that time of year around October 31st. So last year, I'm like getting a hold of, wow, this is like Christmas and like the equinoxes, what the enemy means for good. These are things that God made moments in time. So I was like, kids, pick out a great costume and get out there and and get some candy. But listen, while you're out there, you need to know the history of this holiday. You need to know what our ancestors sensed and how we can redeem it. So when y'all are out there walking around, you need to know that the angels, because I'm talking to my kids, like they know they're angels. The angels that you've come to know are going to be coming and going all around you in ways that you've never even dreamed possible. Like take this moment, this harvest moment in time, open up your spiritual eyes and walk out there with all those people and watch the angelic activity just go nuts. So Chris, I'm thinking now you're going to have to do a... um you know, one of your uh, angelic encounters uh, online for uh, Halloween. To... That's a great <laughs> idea, Gil. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah, well, you know, we've got some other things coming up, too. We've got a retreat that um, we're going to have in Florida with you. So it's going to be you, me, and Adina um, yes. sharing with a, a bunch of people. And again, our, our immersion retreats are not about us getting up there and just spewing information at everybody. It's, uh, it's an encounter time. So I'm looking forward to that, where we go in with no agenda. We're not going there with a bunch of notes and things we're teaching. We're just going in to share with everybody um, some thoughts. And then we want to hear, you know, those people that are there, we want to hear your thoughts. So if you want more information on that, go to our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com, and uh, look under the events so that you can sign up for that. I think we've got some spaces left. Now, this isn't going to air for another two weeks or so. Um, so this is what? This is uh, September 24. It'll be sometime in October before this even airs. So hopefully we'll have some spots left. Um, the thing that we will have plenty of spots open for, because it's going to be online, is the Kingdom Restoration Age online conference. We're going to have 15 speakers. Chris, you're going to be one of those speakers. We're going to have a lot of different voices coming out there, and we're looking forward to having everybody on that. Again, go to our website. Uh, you definitely want to catch the early bird on that. And we'll look forward to seeing you then. We're going to do a, take a break. And uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll dive in a little bit more to uh, the signs and seasons that we need to be looking for and preparing for right now. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back with Chris, and um, so Chris, we talked about the signs and the seasons in the sky. Things that we we were talking about were the, you know, the Maseroth connected to the DNA, and then to this. We were actually just ended up on talking about Halloween, October thirty first, 
And what do we do with that? I mean, you've already kind of explained what you're going to do with that season. Is there anything else that we should be aware of? And and I want to take a side note real quick, quick on that because I think this whole thing that we're talking about, you know, this whole idea of when we stand under the stars and we are receiving what Father put in the stars for us to receive, and there's that connection. It's understanding that we are one with the Father. We are one in Yeshua. You know, we're all one, so we're already one with the cosmos, and that may be a little stretch for a lot of people to receive, but it's true. <laughs> and so I think it's actually just more of us becoming aware of all the things that we're already connected to, as we were talking earlier about the information that's inside of us. It, all of it's there. We don't need to go searching outside, but that we can just rest and trust that what he's put in us is something that when it's time, and when and I believe ego and pride are the things that we really need to be able to let go of. The more we let go of that, the more he begins to bring an awareness of who we really are, and we can step deeper into that. Yeah. So what should we be aware of right now? Well, I mean, I think... You know, just to conclude that that Halloween, October 31st thought is that when there's when there's times and seasons where humanity historically has gone, something's going on right now. It's always been the enemy's goal to get us to not pay any attention to it or to run from it in fear so that he has all of those moments to himself, you know. And instead of doing that, I'm like, well, let's not run from anything here. Let's go. You know what? My ancestors saw this and participated poorly. I'm going to see it and participate in a holy way. Yeah. I'm going to go, you know what? The doors in the heavens are wide open. Let's see how many angels we can flood the street with while we're walking around. You know, because you see a lot of stuff on Halloween. It gets a little nuts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, well, what's our role in that time? Hey, if the doors are open and it's a liminal space between two worlds, let's take full advantage of it. And let's just show how much more heaven wants to respond to people that are participating with heaven yeah. than the than the other way. You know, again, it's it's always this thought that like the dark is going to be more than the light is, you know, but it's not like all the angels fell. You know? like right. There's more that didn't fall than did. And it's interesting too, Gil, right after the 31st, we get into this moment of election. We have our, our big national presidential election. And so, and we're right in Libra. The sun's in Libra. That's interesting. You know, you know, if you go outside and it's noon and, you know, and, you know, at any time really when the sun's up, the sun will be illuminating the sign of the scales of, of justice or balance, if you will. Some old Mazaros will have the woman Virgo holding the scales and the scorpion latched onto the bulls with its claws as if they're fighting between the two of them who judgment will be made in favor of the seed of the woman or the seed of the serpent. So that's what elections are really about. Oh, man, and it froze just. <laughs> well, we'll be right back as soon as Chris uh, unfreezes and uh, we might play a little break. I freeze. That you did, you did, Gosh. yeah. Freezes, freezes, freezes. <laughs> Got to find a way to get my router up here somehow. It's like it's too far away or something. Yeah. Anyway, anyway so continue. Uh, if, <laughs> yeah. So, it, did you get to the election part before I froze about the woman and the and the scorpion? 
Yes. Well, I and then I, I started to talk about I said, is so that's what the elections are about is, uh, you know, the, the it's the scale yes. of, you know, it's the battle between good and evil. Um, that's why we have our elections now. And now we now that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And it's you know, we've got these scales and it's like the Lord saying, OK, who are we? Are we going to render judgment in favor of? And you think of these two things that are balancing out. And right when God's celebrating this time of year where he's going make a great assessment the enemy is is saying make a horrible assessment and i even wonder if if from god's perspective again he's seeing it so much higher and in such a broader picture than even we're seeing these moments my my hunch is no matter what happens you know if we're just looking at what's the sky what is what is god celebrating through the Maseroth? how is that flowing into us i really feel like we go from this harvest moment with the bride the mother picture, the, you know, the whole Virgo picture. We go from that to this scales of balance and justice about making good assessments. And then we go right from that to this scorpion eagle moment in time, which is this dichotomy between heavenly perspective, earthly perspective. Mm -hmm. It's. Oh my goodness. Frozen again. We will um, possibly go ahead and end it here. We'll see if he comes back real quick. If not, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I can hear you. Am okay. I, back? I can see you now, and I can hear you. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so talking about the Aquila and Scorpio, the uh, heavenly versus yeah. the earthly perspective. You bet. We'll wrap it up here before something terrible happens again. But, it, <laughs> but in short, it's beautiful how it goes from Virgo to Libra to this eagle scorpion dichotomy. It's almost like we're in this place where we're gestating. Think of this woman, this virgin mother, like she's gestating the kids. There's this moment of how will the assessment, how will these judgments, judgments be made? How will they see things? And then it goes right into one side goes this way, one side goes this way. It's this eagle perspective or it's the scorpion perspective. And they flow very naturally from one to the other. You know, this pure virgin picture the scales of justice and balance and 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 assessment and then this dichotomy now you see the two for what they really are you know mm -hmm. who knows how this is all going to work gil in the coming months my i think my goal is to end my year having gone through this election i have like just a couple goals love people more don't eat them more that's like that's one of the goals i want to get to just love everybody more. The second goal I want to get to is no matter what effect there is after November to divide people, I do not want to be a part of that division. Amen. So if there's so much division, I don't want to be a part of it. And I and my gut feeling is, Gil, no matter what happens, it's going to increase division among people. But here we are. We're we're people, Gil but we're people who are stepping into this next age. Yeah. It makes yeah. us, a little different, you know, so I, where I can watch people get more divided, I'm allowed to step out of that and above it and start right. to influence that division yeah. with something totally. And I intend to influence it with whatever the opposite of that division is. And, that, that and, is and so it's not just unity. It's almost like cooperation, love, uh, a respect and an honor for your fellow man. 
right. the acknowledgement that one person does not have all the right ideas, that it's going to take all of us working together, you know? <laughs> And, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard any of my recent uh, shows or teachings or anything, but I've been saying over and over and over that the great leaders of this next age are not going to be the rock stars or the charismatic speakers and all that. They're going to be the ones who are able to draw all people together and draw out from them what they have within them. So it's not it's not any longer about, you know, one person getting up there and I know you're frozen. I'm going to keep going. Um, it's not just about one person standing up and showboating, but it's about that one person standing up and being able to draw out from everybody. Because I don't care how intelligent one person is, they will never have enough information, and enough wisdom um, to supersede what there would be in the entire body. And so that's going to be the great leaders, the ones who are able to draw that out from the people. And that's what, you know, Dean and I have been teaching and, and trying to do it's is bring people together and and then uh, more and more you know e even in the conference that we're doing in november we're trying to encourage everybody that's teaching there is to teach people how to engage don't just throw out a bunch of information don't just flood people with information show them how to engage with what you already know how to do yeah yeah right on so all right man well uh Again, always, always love having you on here, Chris, and such a blessing. It's been, been fun. It's good time. Good time. All right. Yeah. Well, um, we will uh, catch everyone later. We will do a behind the scenes. It'll be short because I know you got to get going. So if you want to yep. see that, go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and become one of our partners. Uh, $10 a month and you get all the behind the scenes. Plus, you get the shows early. So blessings to everyone. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.